and deserved a treat, right? Not even close. Holy crap. What in the world was I thinking? That one literally gives me chills. All right. Woo. I'm freaking proud of myself. There ain't no party like a podcast party because a podcast party don't stop. This ain't no game show. This is life. I am the incognito athlete and I have so much to gain by losing 100 pounds. Are you with me? Let's do this. Guess who's back? Back again. (laughs) It's me, the incognito athlete. My name's Erica. If you're here for the first time, welcome to my 100 pound journey podcast. So glad you're joining me this week. I want to talk about community. Uh, Last week's episode was all about being your own leader and knowing when to fly on your own and, and take those big leaps. However, it is uber important to also have people in your corner. And so this week, I'm really excited to have a special guest as well. If there's anybody who is awesome to have in my corner, it's my hubby, Frank. (laughs) Before we dive into this um, and how epic our community and network is, I want to go ahead and do my weekend review. Last week's goals were pretty simple because I had a lot going on at work. We were hosting a sales conference and the biggest thing that I wanted to do is make sure that I didn't go off the rails. It's so easy when there's lots of social time, especially with people who we don't see all the time to have another cocktail and order the dessert and try all the things on the table, stay out late, lose sleep, all of those things. And so what I wanted to do is make sure that I stayed committed to my goal. I am proud to say that my PR is that I stuck to my guns. Such a big deal. I am such a pushover. I want everyone to like me and to be happy and to be having fun with me and I will sacrifice sleep hydration my diet everything just to have a little quote fun that's what my 20 something attitude really is but I'm in my 30s now so my attitude is definitely different it's about taking care of me so even though we went out for dinner I got the healthy stuff even though we were having cocktails I got my seltzer water and lime. Shout out to Lindsay and Brian for that little tip. I also made sure to get my sleep and fit in my workouts. And I can tell you right now that I did work my little booty off this week because I am so sore. It took me like 30 seconds just to sit down in my chair this morning to do this recording. The other thing I'm really proud about is that I stayed hydrated. Sitting all day in a conference can kind of take a toll on your body. And so I was chug-a-lugging water all the time. I'm still feeling the effects of last week. You know, I'm not going to lie. I'm sure that I had some things that were chock full of sodium. I'm feeling it. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that at the end of this episode as well. But I am still super proud of the way that I handled everything. I will also mention a little bit about that when Frank and I get into our conversation about community and people who've got your back. 
I've got to say, I, I can't really even think of any misfires this week, which sounds ridiculous because we're all going to, you know, have these little speed bumps or make some mistakes along the way. I mean, could I have like maybe not had that little extra dressing or, you know, could I have had more water? I mean, yeah, sure. But I really hit all my markers this week and I'm very, very proud of that. As I've said before, I'm really working on staying dedicated to what I say, especially for myself, so that I don't let myself down and that I continue to progress on this journey. So, you know, I'm going to just hang high on all these PRs. I keep coming up with all these other things that I want to say, and they actually relate to our topic of the week. So I'm really not going to linger on this any longer. Let's go ahead and take a drive down Front Street. It is time to talk about our topic of the week. To help me talk about this topic is, as I said, my wonderful husband, Frank. Hey there. Hi. Hello. How are you? Good. I'm so excited that you're sitting with me again. It makes me so happy to just have you on the other side of the table on the mic. Um, You bring a lot to the table because, interestingly enough, like we've walked a fairly similar path. Mm -hmm. You're really somebody that I look up to at this point. But, you know, we have had those similar experiences where we were really trying to transition from our old way of thinking and our pretty pitiful habits Mm -hmm. to, you know, changing our lifestyle. Right. We have heard from Frank um, many, 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 many weeks ago when I first launched this podcast, but I'd really love for you to, you know, just give people a little bit of a snapshot of where you came from as far as um, your lifestyle Mm -hmm. and kind of what led you up into the point almost where you and I met. Yes. So, Growing up, I was not the healthiest of people out there. And it wasn't until, God, I guess 2000 and maybe like 2015 where I was really starting to feel like, okay, I'm not at my, I'm not where I should be. I was still in, I was in my late twenties. I had my first child and I was like, we got to fix this. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't until. Do you mind talking a little bit more about like describing your wellness state? Yeah. I was weighing at at or around 300 pounds, uh, completely out of shape, out of focus, out of routine. Nothing seemed to be working, nor was I really trying to find anything to work towards. Mm -hmm. I was more happy about just sitting on the couch, having a beer, eating some junk food and watching TV, whatever it may be. That was (laughs) yeah, that that was my world at that point. Uh, Then. My ex-wife was pregnant with our first child and I knew that I needed to change something, but it still, it still didn't take in fully. I started just running just to do something and I didn't even run properly. I was, I wasn't even in good running shoes. I was running, I was running in skateboard shoes. Oh my God. You know, so my legs were completely sore and everything, but I just kept doing something and slowly I did start losing weight. Yeah. And, but I wasn't losing weight healthy. I was practically starving myself. Mm -hmm. My breakfast would be a bowl of Cheerios with half a grapefruit. And then all I would eat for lunch and dinner is a chicken breast with a handful of green beans. Now, I was practically starving myself. So, yeah, I was losing weight. So in the eyes of other people, oh, this guy's doing something right. I wasn't doing it the right way. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until 2017 when I was asked to come to a CrossFit class that 
my health and wellness journey really took off and mm-hmm. uh, started learning all the proper movements to do, how to do them, when to do them, when mm-hmm. to push yourself, when to slow down. Uh, I got more dialed in in proper eating habits and eating routines. And through those, that's where you and I met. Mm-hmm. You and I met in early, early, uh, Maybe, no, maybe mid 2017. Yeah, because I, st- when you I and started I met. like maybe one month. Yeah, I started. You. I started February 2017. You started January. Yeah, well, and and you know, just to kind of parallel along what with Frank is saying, I was in the very same state. In fact, I was doing the same thing. I was running. I mean, I I almost thought. How many times did you and I literally cross paths yeah, at the probably, park? There was probably many times you and I crossed paths and didn't even know it. Because I, I mean, I, I was unhealthy. I was unhappy. I was in a an unhealthy relationship, and I. That's when I had reached my peak at the time, mm-hmm. like around two fifty, and I was like, "Golly, something's got to give." And I saw the ad for um, a CrossFit gym actually in the Chattanooga area. Right. So that's where I started. I got the education, sure, you know, because I mean, I was I learned a whole lot. Um, I think I was still a little unsure about like the calorie intake thing, just like you. I mm-hmm. I felt like I had to just starve myself, and it would work. Yeah, for like a couple weeks at not, most, like six weeks, and then I would plateau and gain mm-hmm. it back and all that crap. In a way, too, I I got a whole lot more education in joining CrossFit. But it was it was really the way that people welcomed me that blew me away. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to be it sound like a crybaby. I know I'm an emotional person, but honest to God, like there were times when I would leave there almost in tears mm-hmm. because I I had never had that kind of support. Yeah. I was so used to running out on the track by myself, trying to give myself those out of girls, hoping I was doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And I was doing it for all the wrong reasons. And then I I distinctly remember at the first gym that I started, the first um, CrossFit box, we had to do this rowing relay. And so we had a team of like three girls. It was all beginner women. Mm -hmm. And we had to rotate. I can't remember how many meters, but I had to row. And then I'd have to hurry and get off so the next girl could go. And we were competing with like two other teams. Yeah, And... I, I'm already competitive, so I was pretty jacked up about it, but I didn't want to let my teammates down. Mm-hmm. And the way those girls were screaming at me, and they weren't yelling, they weren't pissed, they weren't like upset if we, they were going to lose. They were cheering me on. They wanted me to win. They knew I was strong. They knew I could do it. I'm getting goosebumps as I'm talking about it. It was so overwhelming. Yep, just that, so much encouragement. And literally, that was the moment where I was locked in. There mm-hmm. was, I told myself, there is no way I am not continuing this CrossFit thing. Yep. Because it hit me where I needed, mm-hmm. you know? And so I kind of want to put the pause button really quick on the CrossFit thing. Because mm-hmm. I know you and I will go on about that for a hot minute. Yeah. But I want to just talk about like community and exercise and support from a high level. Mm-hmm. Now that I've had this experience, I get why it's so important and i understand and appreciate why there are programs out there even weight watchers you know puts together a virtual community to bring people together to give them a space Mm -hmm. because who knows what their life is like yeah without that 
virtual community. Yeah. I think it's always better to have that person with you. Like if you've got someone, you know, cheering you on in your face, that's ideal. Mm-hmm. Not everybody has that. Yeah. I think virtual communities are a very good thing, especially in this day and age that we live in now in 2022, where yep. it's become more prevalent to see more people through camera lenses than yeah. it is physically in person. Yeah. Not Don't get me wrong. I love having that partner with me, next to me, whether it's you or any of, the, uh, of our other friends to work with, to really go back and forth with. But uh, personally, I work in a virtual community. I work with the Forge Father programming. I'm the director of fitness and performance at Forge Father. So I talk to men on a daily schedule. And I talk to these guys and brand new people, people that I've come to know a little bit more. So I get a lot from them virtually. We don't have to be together face to face, but I know I'm in a community of like-minded men that we're looking to all accomplish the same things. We may all may be at a different point in our fitness mm-hmm. journeys, but we're all still striving for that same common goal, yep. which is awesome. And I really also, which is awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> but I also like, uh, so you're actually bringing up a kind of an interesting point. Okay. So there are communities, like I was going to talk about like Facebook groups and stuff like that. They're really a good opportunity for people yeah. to start to connect with people who are like-minded. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Frank and I both come from households where love is shown through food and you know, it's, it's almost disrespectful to not partake. Mm -hmm. And so we've even had to have conversations with our families to say, we love you, but right now, like, this is what we need to do, you know, and thankfully everybody understands and everything, but not everybody has that space. You know, there are probably people out there who might even be listening to me right now who are married to somebody who will enjoy pizza, beer, mm-hmm. you know, fast food on the regular. Meanwhile, you know, the significant other is, you know, trying to minimize yeah. the intake of yeah. those things. And that can cause a lot of friction. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, something as very high level as like, say, um, a women's weight loss support group on Facebook such a big difference for somebody's life to be able to log into this group, connect with other women who are discouraged, frustrated, winning, succeeding, sharing tips, offering encouragement. It it can be really Mm life-changing. What I think Frank and I have experienced is personally even more impactful because it's almost like a niche group. So as Frank was just saying... He's working with a group of men. Okay. That's a pretty big demographic, Mm -hmm. but fathers in particular, also a big demographic. But then we're looking at these guys who are wanting to uh, change their lifestyle and they're really focused on healthy relationships within their household Mm -hmm. and healthy present relationships with their children. Why am I talking? You speak if you want. So, uh, just some background on the Forge Father. We are a community of men, but we are specifically a community of fathers. Fathers that may or may not have been ex-athletes mm-hmm. that are looking to reprogram their minds, reprogram their fitness, reprogram their lives in general. We ha- we live by the phrase, we want to live and lead a, a legacy for not only uh, ourselves, but for our future children, grandchildren, whoever it may be. Mm -hmm. 
to show the people in the world and around us that we want people to come to us and see us and be like, what are you doing mm -hmm. that I can be doing to, to inspire, to, to, inspire yeah. to change people's lives for the better? Mm -hmm. That's what we're striving to do. And just to plug it, if anybody is interested out there that is listening to this, maybe you're a, a male father that's listening to us. Maybe you, uh, you're a wife or a girlfriend that has a boyfriend or a husband that's a father that may or brother or uh, anybody out there that has somebody in their lives that they like to search us out you can go to instagram at the forged father same thing on facebook the forged father and you can connect with us through there my head coach on there he's uh, more than happy to connect with anybody and everybody out there and then he can put you eventually in contact with myself or one of our other great coaches there nice i appreciate you sharing some of that too because um i i do think that this podcast has sort of naturally connected maybe more with with women and I really think that, you know, we, we all have to work together and we all have to see, you know, the, the value in each other's goals and, um, and wellness. Mm -hmm. And, and that's where, you know, CrossFit really worked well for us. Yeah. Um, you and I are both competitive. We both like to challenge ourselves we like to try new things. Mm -hmm. We also learned that we really like weightlifting. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's a, it's a co-ed community. And I have to say, you know, without getting too ahead of myself, that it was extremely powerful for me to work out side by side with men mm -hmm. who not only acknowledged my presence, but would cheer me on and coach me along. Yeah. That was something that I never, ever, ever experienced in my life. Mm -hmm. I mean, we would play street basketball, you know, soccer, but like I wasn't hearing any, any cheering. Like no one was coming up to me and applauding me, encouraging yeah, yeah. me. And I just think that's one thing that I've noticed about the CrossFit community is that there's no treatment within gender differences, mm -hmm. you know, like it, they just don't exist. Like mm -hmm. we're all part of the community. Mm -hmm. So, okay, let's go ahead and talk about CrossFit in general. I think a lot of people who do know anything about CrossFit are seeing like the best of the best, the elite Matt Frazier, Tia Claire Toomey, your favorite, Sarah Sigmund's daughter. Mm -hmm. Katrin is my home girl. Yep. Pat Bellner. I mean, the yeah. list goes on and on. And I think that is, that's, that's part of the, a little bit of discouragement for people that are just wanting to try something and try something new. They see CrossFit. So they see the, the elite first, Yeah. but that's not it. Well, cause they're terrifying. Yeah. These people are yeah. monsters and in the most complimentary yeah, way. <laughs> that's the 1%, the high yeah. 1%, maybe even the 1% of the 1% mm -hmm. of the people in the CrossFit world. Those are your elite athletes, mm -hmm. you know, same thing if we were watching football. The and yep. watching pro football and the our Joe Burrows is one of the talk of the town right now for the Cincinnati Bengals and he's the elite quarterback. He's the he's an elite uh, athlete. That doesn't mean I can't go down the street and play football with other people too that are also really good athletes. But you will get discouraged if you just base on uh, my performance has to be that. I have never thought about it that way. My mind just blew up a little bit <laughs> but because a lot of people are like, oh, I can't do CrossFit. And I was one of them. So I'm not pointing fingers, yeah. but you're right. Yeah. There's different levels of it. And it's just because 
you're not Tom Brady mm-hmm. doesn't mean, mean you can't play football. Yeah, it doesn't mean you can't go out there and still throw a football <laughs> around. I'm not going to not go outside and throw the football with Jet just because I'm not Tom Brady or Peyton Manning or somebody that was an elite level athlete or quarterback. No, I'm going to go outside and I'm going to throw the football around. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. I really love You know, that. I'm not Michael Jordan, nor am I LeBron James or Kobe Bryant, rest in peace. But I could still go outside and go shoot the basketball. Well, and you know what? I think that is a really good point and a really good lesson for anybody listening. So whether you're interested in CrossFit or, you know, even just running, intramural volleyball or whatever the heck, mm-hmm. you know, um, Zumba. Rec softball or yeah. baseball. Yeah. Like that, those kinds of things, like fear can really cripple us and hold us back. And by acknowledging that, you are a beginner and that all winners be mm-hmm. start as beginners. Yeah. It, 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 it will free you mm-hmm. to try these yeah. different things. I've said this a couple times. I feel for people who are a little resistant or afraid of exercise because I know that th- there are so many different ways that we can get our heart going and our blood pumping and mm-hmm. to just take care of our bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody starts somewhere. Everybody yeah. starts somewhere at some place that you can still do all these things. One of the most common things we hear in CrossFit from people that are wanting to try out something is, oh, I'll do CrossFit, but when I'm in better shape. No, you're at the place. You're here to you're already you're here to be in better shape. And in once I think a lot of people, too, when they come in the door and they see the community, then they get more jazzed up and excited about doing CrossFit and regardless of where they're starting from. And so I think it's worth saying, you know, that CrossFit was started with the intent that the community would be one of its greatest assets mm-hmm. and differentiators. Mm-hmm. And it it's all centered around functional fitness. Right. Okay. So does that mean that I'm, it's almost like a math class. Like, do I, am I ever really going to use calculus in real yeah, life? Yeah. Am I really going to ever am do, I gonna a, do this? Am I going to do an overhead squat in real life? I mean, you you really might, you know, something might be falling out of your closet and you might have to, have to catch to it, it and, and absorb one, it. <laughs> one of the funniest, one of the great, not funniest, one of the greatest things I learned when I went to go get my certification to be a uh, CrossFit L1 sure. is they're like, this is functional fitness. This is fitness for life. Everybody in their lives is always going to do a deadlift. Because you're going to either pick up that child off the ground. Yeah. You're going to pick up that bag of groceries off the ground or a box off the ground. Guess what? You're doing a deadlift doing that. Yep. So we're strengthening you for life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that was another reason why I really liked the concept of CrossFit. So that I could get stronger mm-hmm. and be able to carry in the groceries myself and do things more independently. Yep. I noticed it very quickly. Uh, within so within the first six weeks of doing the program I think I lost about 12 pounds and a whole bunch of inches yeah and I felt stronger I started to see definition in my shoulders Mm -hmm. and um, I was concerned a little bit about like bulking up like I didn't understand body composition and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but then I came to learn that 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 that's not what happens in CrossFit it's just I was toning up Right. I had always been yeah. so flabby mm-hmm. and I lacked the muscle mm-hmm. and I was getting healthier. Yep. One of the greatest things CrossFit has taught me is check my ego at the door. Yeah. Because when wa- when walking in, of course, you're going to you, 
there's going to be that bit of intimidation with things till you get really get into it. And it wasn't until I got my ego checked that I'm finishing most of the workouts in last place, not just last place for the class, but like last place for the day. It wasn't until I started having those humbling, humbling moments to re that the community really pushed me to strive for better. And then I started inching myself up on the leaderboard. And then I started being an inspiration for other people. But it was the community mm -hmm. that got me to that point, that got me inspired, that got me wanting to do better. Because if those people weren't rallying around me or cheering me on or giving me an attaboys or slapping me on the ass, I wouldn't have moved up like I would. I probably would have gotten discouraged if it was just me by myself and I would have went back to the couch. Yeah, absolutely. I really came to admire a lot of the people that I was around as well. And I mean, even if I didn't know them, like for instance, here's a guy, uh, I'll give you an example. The first day I walked into CrossFit up in, in Chattanooga, dude was holding on to two different ropes and he climbed to the top of these ropes, mm -hmm. like one by one, like inching his way up on uh, using two different ropes. Yeah. No leg strength, just his arms. And mm -hmm. I was like, what the hell am I doing here? Yeah. What that told me, though, is not that I was not capable, that I would never do these things, is that these are the things that are possible. Mm -hmm. And I do remember him waving to us, welcoming us, you know, and, and the same thing happened when I went in the first day. It was a Saturday at CrossFit Oscar Mike here in our hometown. And it was kind of a big deal um, for me to, to do this on my own. Um, but I had the confidence at that point that I would be able to, to, to keep it up. I'm walking in and these girls, part of, the pro, part of the wad for the day, the workout of the day was doing push-ups, but with their feet on a tire. And I'm mm -hmm. not talking like a little bitty car tire. I'm talking like a tractor trailer. Like a monster truck tire. Something. Yeah. 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 Monster, yeah. So... And they, they did it. I was blown away. And on top of that, everyone was so super nice. And even though I had the ability to go check out other boxes and my previous coach had encouraged me to check out all the boxes, I knew that that was my home. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's, that's where I stayed. And I was very dedicated to CrossFit for like three and a half four years mm -hmm. I would say mm -hmm. and and I mean that's where I met you Frank you know and I I think it's I don't think I know that that was meant to happen and it speaks to what happens when you surround yourself with like-minded people yep. you know I I could have continued pushing on my own I probably would have eventually maybe maybe I don't I don't know actually no I I, I'm spinning myself in circles here trying to make excuses. But the fact is, like, I needed you. I needed our community. I needed yeah. other people to help me because I was really weak minded mm -hmm. and I didn't believe in myself. There were so many times, not so many, I mean, at least a handful of times where after the wad, I would turn around and cry. So nobody would see me because yeah. I couldn't believe what I was doing. Mm hmm. I, I was surprising myself and pushing myself to places that I had never been. Mm -hmm. and, and, and people that are at the different fitness levels were pushing us. The people that were finishing first mm -hmm. weren't just going and sitting down in the corner. They were coming out there 
to yell at us in the best way possible to keep going, to keep moving, to keep fighting. Me. The encouragement. Working alongside us. Yeah. In, in and cases. then what happens when we're all done? Everybody's walking around fist bumping and high five and some people are even hugging. Sweaty yams and all. <laughs> we're all hugging <laughs> each other. You know? We're... It's, it's the community that continues to push people further than what they think they can do. Because yep. I, I, will, I will own up to it uh, right here. When I work out by myself, I can get in that mindset and I can sit there and I can work. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to work harder when I'm working with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Because even though we may not say it, there's going to be that little bit of competition with each other. Even if... We're working at different weights. Mm-hmm. I'm going to work at a weight that works for my body. Mm-hmm. You're going to work at a weight for your body. But we're do, still doing the same thing. And we're still going to compete with each other a little bit. But that encouragement is there. Well, and I think there's also this comfort level mm-hmm. that we have. And we know what's comfortable and what's going beyond that comfortability. Mm-hmm. And our friends and our network also know that point and they know what we're capable of and they're going to push us to that level so whether it's aubrey my trainer telling me you know erica you you really can get your heart rate up to like 175 when i'm just strolling along at like 145 Mm -hmm. or if it's Lindsay standing in front of me hollering at me to get that one more rep in and not drop the bar you know they they believe in us they know what we're capable of even though it's really riding that comfort line and that's what's so super cool because they prove to us what we can do yep it's really freaking awesome Mm -hmm. so you know i have a lot of sentiment a lot of like appreciation and gratitude when it comes to this box family in particular Mm -hmm. the coach and owner there she challenged me to do competitions yeah and you and i again like we walked this weird parallel path even before we were even friends yeah and we went to that first festivus comp mm-hmm. and yeah. i yeah i competed with her as, as my partner and i was like you want to be my partner you think that i'm worthy <laughs> yeah. as a, as yeah. a teammate we were, we, both of us weren't even a year into our crossfit yeah. routines and lives and both of us were approached by somebody else to do a competition yeah and it wasn't until after that competition, that's when we really got to know each other a bit more starting from there. Mm-hmm. Like we knew each other, but we didn't really know each other yet. Mm-hmm. But it was after that competition that I feel like you and I leveled up in that at that time yep. that now we want now. Now we're hunting. Now mm-hmm. we're looking for the next thing. And it came in the form of another competition the following January. This yeah. one, the first one we did was in October following January. I approached you mm-hmm. about being on our four-person team, yeah. two guys, two girls. I approached you about being on our team, and you uh, said yes. So then you and I got to start training together a little more often, uh, whether I was coming to a 5 a.m. or we would do Saturday workouts where we would run through the competition workouts. Yeah, and that was scary because you and, and our other male partner and, and actually the, the our third female partner too, like, you guys are all like freaking killer. I felt like the weakest link on that on that team. I sure did not feel like I was one of the stronger uh, people on well, the team. Well, and see, that's where you know we we are always going to be hard on ourselves as people, mm-hmm. and that's again why it's so important to have 
other people around us who see the truth, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So your, you know, your dude, uh, um, you know, whoever you coordinated with to to get this comp team going, like mm-hmm. he believed in you, and look at the ripple effect. Yep. You know, and I had to, I had to even like really coerce our other female teammate to do it. I think she was yeah. a little reluctant and unsure, mm-hmm. and we ended up really rocking it. I think yeah. we were like. We, we were seventh out of like seventh out of 15 or so. something like that. Yeah. So I'm, I was like totally stoked when, to be middle of the road. When I, and when I was putting together the team, I was kind of like the ringleader for the team, putting everybody together. I chose three people who I looked up to and all three of you were all in different areas of fitness. Yeah. Some were, you know, there, there are those that are better at one aspect or another. I, in particular, I'm a better lifter than I am, say, a gymnastic person. I could do them, but I'm better at powerlifting mm-hmm. and movements like that. But I was putting together a team that all three of you inspired me in different ways. And there's another community aspect, too. You can be inspired by somebody and then not be an elite athlete. I am inspired not only by the people that are on the high end, but I'm inspired by the people that are driven that don't give up that push through the hurt that push through the pain i was show up every day that show up i was coaching a class the other night Mm -hmm. at our local gym and there was just one person in there it's it's cold right now at night people are busy people are getting ready for spring sports so man was she driven to finish this workout she was telling me during the workout like i was trying to be a little bit easier on her and be like you know let's finish this in just 20 minutes let's do it she's like no i'm finishing before 20 minutes like no, I'm pushing harder. Oh my gosh! No, the, that's the weight that we're going to use. No, I'm going to use these weights instead. So it was inspiring to me. And she's in the very beginning of her journey. She's only been coming to the our gym for a month, and she's inspiring me to do more, to do better. So you don't have to be the end all be all to still be inspiring somebody. But the community rallies around everybody. Whether you're at the bottom or you're at the top, mm-hmm. you're in the middle, doesn't matter. The community's there to support you. That's absolutely true. That's something I didn't think about either. I mean, there everybody who I've ever encountered at that gym has motivated me and inspired me in some way. I mean, mm-hmm. even just through kindness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I think I do need to go ahead and say, because I'm, I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> that a lot of my, my peers and friends are, are tuning into this episode that I've not been a regular member. And, you know, that, that was hard, very mm-hmm. hard for me. I, I, um, I actually like kind of just stopped going mm-hmm. and some of it was because of some personal stuff going on with me. I was really fighting some, you know, mental blocks and challenges and things. Mm-hmm. And I started to get really in my head and I was stuck in a place of overwhelm. I didn't have the time, air quotes. I, you know, it was too hard to get to the class time, more air quotes. Mm -hmm. And I made a decision to kind of lighten my load a little bit to level set because I was so wrapped around the axle that I didn't even know which end was up, Mm -hmm. you know? And so another reason why I appreciate this community is because they supported me when I needed that reset, mm-hmm. you know, and this, that reset really took place around the time that I was getting ready to, to launch this podcast. Yeah. I was fighting launching this podcast as a matter of fact, fighting with myself, that is, mm-hmm. um, 
I, I remember, and Frank, you can probably attest to this. Like I didn't even want to tell anybody my weight. I was terrified of ridicule, people talking about me behind my back, yeah, you know, and super judgment. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy that, you know, in well under a year, that fear is just gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there was nothing to be afraid of. If someone's going to make fun of me, then pff, shame on them for being so callous and yeah. cruel. And so I'm grateful for the community the you know our box all the people in it who just kind of understood that i'm not abandoning them i'm not dismissing them i'm no longer going to support them or any you know making up any kind of you know misunderstandings that way and as a result you know i've i spoke up recently and and frank supported me too to start coming back when i can when it fits your time yeah you know because i i'm still leveling myself out not wanting to overcommit Sometimes work just keeps me way longer in the evening. Sometimes I have, you know, work in the evenings and, and it's just very nice to be able to pop in there and you know what? I still get the same hellos and hugs Mm -hmm. and support. Mm -hmm. And I'm just so grateful for that. And so that's where like community is not always, it's not a click per se, you know, again, it's still just people with people (laughs) who care and enjoy the same stuff and have similar goals. It's just a no judgment zone. Mm-hmm. And when you were feeling like you weren't at your best self, yeah, they were still encouraging you, but they weren't being overly being like, oh, where are you? What are you doing? They're no. just like, you know, you continue growing. You continue to do. We're here for we you. Miss you. We but miss you. We're here for you when you need us. Yeah. And so, you know, I do appreciate that, you know, and there's there's a desire for me to stay connected to Mm -hmm. to these folks Mm -hmm. and and to make sure that i you know never did really abandon them because i know that people have communicated to me that i've been supportive for them and encouraging in their own goals and things so i think that's another thing for us to do when we are part of a community is to understand our role and pseudo responsibility to to support other people as well so not just receiving but Mm -hmm. also giving plus you never know who you're inspiring. Yep. Whether your actions be fitness related, uh, diet related, mindset related, you never know who you're inspiring. Yeah. So continue on your paths, continue on your journeys because you don't know who's going to come out to you in the future and say, you know, when you were doing X, Y, and Z, you may not have known this, but you were inspiring me. And, and people have. And, and, and people have come out and told us that. People have co- We've had a lot of people come up to us and tell us, be like, you know, you guys are the, some of the strongest people I've, I've been around. Watching you do X, Y, and Z really pushes me to do more. I don't know about you, but for me, it's almost like, it's almost like a hard pill to swallow yeah. to accept that because I don't see myself as that. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to a little bit more and yeah. you've helped me to really realize how many people I can and have inspired. Yeah. And I think the same for you too. You have and will and are inspiring a lot of people out there. You almost don't know how to accept that to mm-hmm. be like, I'm inspiring you, me? Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm inspiring you, but I'm going to go home and do, I'm going to go drink a beer right now. How am I inspiring you? It's so nice and reassuring to hear when you are an inspiration to somebody because it makes the work that you're putting in just a little bit more worth it. Yeah. And you know what? These are healthy relationships. 
these are people like we've just kind of said they're they're people who are being forthcoming mm-hmm. they're sharing their thoughts they're sharing their kudos opinions they're they're being vulnerable they're um there's no judgment there's no you know ridicule or unreasonably high expectations the the owner and his wife they're creating a space a safe space for people to be um, and to work out and to find their own wellness. And and so what I value the most are the really, truly healthy relationships that I've been able to be part of as a mm-hmm. result of joining this particular box. Yep. So, you know, that could be something as simple as a gym mate, somebody who I just freaking love throwing down with. Yep. And every time we see each other, we have a great time. Mm-hmm. We might not see each other outside the gym and that's okay. Yep. Our relationship is there and we have each other's back when it's time to jump on that box or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is, run, run that 400 meters. You know, the, up the other side of that is you, Frank. I mean, over time, you know, we definitely de- did develop a friendship. We each went through our hardships in mm-hmm. our respective relationships we realized the the healthy respect yep. and care that was mm-hmm. between us. Mm-hmm. I cannot emphasize enough how pivotal this community and CrossFit was in me finding my, my soulmate. Yep, absolutely. To maybe even put a punctuation on this conversation for people who are looking for that health, those healthy relationships. Like, I mean, maybe even... a someone who will love them you know and a you know future spouse Mm -hmm. like those relationships are going to be present fostered yep in in a healthy environment Mm -hmm. yeah and so you know if you're listening to this and you're not feeling that way that you don't have the support in your friends you don't have the support with your family you don't have a support from your significant other I'm not saying ditch these people by any means. You know, we it's important for us to work with these individuals and talk with them and share. But if you are lacking any of those in any way, you don't have an, a significant other. You don't really have friends you can count on. I really think that seeking out a wellness community, again, whether it's like a Zumba or, you know, even just... Uh, or online. Yeah, whatever on, it may online. Yeah other people who who have the same goals and ideals and morals and values and dreams exist out there Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and so just putting yourself in that space is the first step to what might be a massive shift Yep. yep in your life yep and i i love helping people i love helping people in general, but I love helping people in their wellness goals yeah. and their fitness goals. So small plug, if there is anybody out there, male or female, that you'd want to contact me directly, hit me up on my social media at Frank Guerreri Jr. is my name. Erica will put it in the description for you. Hit me up on there. Let yeah. me know. I want to help you personally. Mm-hmm. I want to help people with their Uh, fitness goals and their aspirations if you want more than that the male father listeners out there or if you have somebody that is a uh, father out there that is seeking something hit us up at the forged father and get in contact with my head coach and we'll be more than glad to help you along your way and the great thing is is that you're going to find the community out there Mm -hmm. if you seek it they're out there yeah you got to be willing to step out of your comfort zone a little bit you'll find that community. 
Yeah. The one that you're striving for. Because what, what's maybe been comfortable all along may not be what is, is truly um, the comfort that you seek. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I appreciate you saying that too, Frank, because, you know, Frank is a, an L1 certified CrossFit trainer. He is expanding his, his experience with the Forged Father. You know, if you want to learn anything more about CrossFit, you can always hit me up. I'm not... Um, an expert by any means, but I'm happy to answer questions um, and even to guide you to other people like Frank, male, female, whatever, you know, makes you comfortable to just chat a little bit more about CrossFit. You don't have to be local to me. CrossFit is all across the, the world at this point. So I can offer support with you finding your own local box. And actually the CrossFit Open is starting like within the next week. I think February 24th. Yeah. And that's actually a really fun way to kind of get into what it's like, get that little bit of a competitive vibe. So, you know, might even want to check that out. Well, Frank, thanks so much for being with me today. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah. It's always a pleasure. I love recording with you. It's a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, from here, I think what we need to do is do my weekly weigh in. This week's a little bit different. (laughs) I'm not stepping on the scale right now. You know why? Because I did this morning (laughs) and I'm going to be straight up with you. Um, I gained five pounds from yesterday (laughs) and there, this is, this is something that I struggle with personally, physically. Uh, I don't know if a lot of other people do as well. It's frustrating as hell because, you know, for 30 odd years, I, relied on the scale to tell me my state of wellness. So when I see a five pound jump in 24 hours, I'm like, son of a, (laughs) but my brain kicks in and my heart chills out. And I'm like, I know, I know why. All right. So yesterday I, I took in a whole lot less water this whole last week. I definitely had more foods with more sodium in it. You know, even though I was choosing healthy foods while we were getting takeout and eating out and stuff like that, you know, it's prepared by somebody else. So I don't, I didn't have control over any, um, you know, additives like salt and stuff like that. Also, um, I did go back and do my uh, week one plan uh, that my dietitian had given me. And so that actually removes a lot of higher fiber foods. And so I got that whole situation going on. You know, this is just another one of those things that it totally sucks. And, you know, I, I can, I can tell you that I, I wanted to be in a different place, you know, so that when you're listening to me, you're like, well, geez, I mean, has she even been making any freaking progress? Like, well, I really am, you know, and right now it might be a little bit more mental, um, than physical, Here's the thing. I can't give you a very clear metric of what's going on with me at the moment. My best guess is I am massively inflamed. I, my system is not flush and that I'm holding on to water. I've done the workouts. I've made the good food choices. Um, So as far as I'm concerned, I'm on track. This is proof in the pudding though, that this process is not simple and it's not calories in calories out. It's not, you know, if you get your five workout days in that you're going to lose weight, stuff happens. 
if anything, I just want to go ahead and give you some encouragement that if you experience a similar thing, fear not (laughs) because this stuff happens to the best of us. My game plan for the week, however, is to be more diligent about my water. I've got a game plan for that. I am committing to what Katie told me, uh, my dietitian, as far as exercise. She's very much encouraging me to up my cardio. And so that is in my game plan for the week ahead. And I'm going to get things more leveled out. So when I report to you next week, I should have a much better report to give. I'm always going to bring you motivation, inspiration, and real talk that is going to help you in your own pursuit of health and happiness. Thank you again for joining me this week. You are awesome. You deserve it. Go after your goals and have an epic week. Thanks, guys. Talk to you next week.